FOMO. FOMO. Oh, yeah. That's a real one. <laughs> yeah. Have you felt FOMO personally? Oh, yeah. But sometimes I like feel FOMO and then I like go and do it and I'm like, I should have just stayed home and I watched should've. TV. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't actually that exciting. You are tuning in to Slightly Balanced, hosted by Tia and Petey. This show is all about all things positivity, business, entrepreneurship, relationships, and mental health. We encourage you to listen if you are looking for a relatable community that will cheer you on in life. This episode is sponsored in part by the Barn at Aspen Acres, inviting you to unite, grow, and celebrate together. And by Blue Spruce Coffee Truck, a mobile coffee delivery service available to pour you some love. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Slightly Balanced with Petey and Tia. We're here for yet (laughs) another week to entertain you guys. So hello. We are now in February where our theme is the World Wide Web and how it pertains to us in every facet of our life. I love this one. Well, you came up with the idea and it's actually a killer, really, really good idea. I think Um, it's so relevant, right? Oh, yeah. To everything. Well, yeah, just think about how much you're on your phone throughout the day. Yeah, and it's like all all four of our segments. All of them. It affects all of them. (laughs) So to kickstart your day, Tia. Tia time. (laughs) It's called Tia time. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys know what's happening? We're about to hear some amazing jokes. Jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know where I found them? How, what, is it dadjokes.com? No, World Wide Web. Uh, oh, sorry. Did not catch on to that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, are you ready? Yes. You haven't heard my jokes yet. No. Uh, for th- Yeah. Let's just preface that. I have not heard them yet. So. Okay. All right. I got my, my joke voice off. <laughs> okay. What do you get when you cross a vampire and a snowman? What? <laughs> I wish they could see it. Frostbite. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. That would have been a good Halloween joke. That would have been. Or like snow, but we don't have any. Oh, we don't have any right now. Are, okay. you, are you giving us one today? No. Oh. I have I have two more because the third one is going to get you into your happiness segment. Oh, okay. All right. What did one plate say to the other plate? Don't fork with me. <laughs> sorry no <laughs> dinner is on me <laughs> oh my gosh that one kind of sucks okay uh, it's corny and i love it why did the student eat his homework why because the teacher told him it was a piece of cake <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh and with that we're segueing into our happiness segment thank you tia yeah you're welcome and that concludes Tia time. Tia time. <laughs> so, we need some like good music here. Nathan. We do. I feel like we need like a little bit of like, I don't know, like some people clapping and cheering or like a crowd. <gasps> we need fake crowd laughing. <laughs> so this brings us into our happiness segment. Um, dozens of proud students show up in court to watch their teacher become a U.S. citizen after 13 years. 
It has been 13 years since Anne-Marie Small came to America from Jamaica in hopes of achieving a better life for her and her son. After Small, em- um, after Small emigrated to Tallahassee, Florida in 2007, she began working as an elementary school teacher at Cornerstone Learning Academy. Not only did the school provide her with a steady job, it also introduced her to a loving community of supportive teachers and students, many of whom greeted her at the airport when her plane first landed from Jamaica. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. So when it was finally time for her to earn her U.S. citizenship last week, she was surrounded by dozens of her current and former students cheering her on. Quote, I use the term bag of emotions because that's exactly what it was. 42-year-old Small told WFTS about the heartwarming event. Quote, when everything was quiet after the ceremony and I went home, I cried and it was tears of pure joy. Mm. I'm so happy the process is over now because it's been a long process, she added. And there were tears of joy because I had the support of Cornerstone since day one. I love this. So, so sweet. And that... That's a, such a big event in her life. I know. And the teacher, like, teachers are so surrounded by love. Oh, and yeah. I mean, they have to deal with a lot of... They got a lot of baloney they have to deal with. So but for her to have such a loving community really makes my heart warm. It's so pretty. Well, it's like when I posted my truck up and post- parked it for New Year's Eve and like even when I opened the hut, the amount of people that came out to support like seriously brought me to tears. When I parked for New Year's Eve, people were bringing me Christmas presents. I know. Oh. And I'm like, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Like, what? Like, Slade doesn't even get me one. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Slade. <laughs> it's just like, it's that same, like, show up for people, you know? It's really sweet and warming, and I love it. Oh, I love it. All right. Moving on to the next segment. Moving on up. Woo. <laughs> Our next segment is the assertive segment. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit and dive into how the World Mm -hmm. Wide Web has affected business in the heavy world Mm -hmm. uh, or in the review heavy world. Yeah. Where so many people are constantly like review this, review that. So um, we're going to kind of talk about what proper reviews look like, the negative and positive behind them Mm -hmm. um, and how it can impact good and bad. Yeah. So um, I'm, you know, I guess... Have you had your first bad review? Mm, yes. Okay. It was anonymous and it was through my square. So it I, wasn't anonymous though. I went and creeped her. Yeah. I had my first review and it was bad review. Yeah. First bad review. Like the first couple weeks that we were like, so we're it, was like it was like a legit like review review, like on a Google or yeah. was it just a private message? It was on Google. Oh, see, so I haven't had like a, a public mean one yet so i think we should talk like we should break this into like the different types of of mm-hmm. reviews that you mm-hmm. can do um plus um like how how to deal with them mm-hmm. and then maybe how to help each other yeah for sure so the i think the first one like all of the different types of reviews you know in in the food industry you mm-hmm. have yelp and no, i don't even think about that yeah yeah so there's all kinds of different food food side of things and then we also have google reviews and i think then, the two biggest ones that i look at are facebook and google i don't really yeah. i don't really do yelp but that's me personally though I think um, like when I'm travel, but when, when I'm, I'm traveling, traveling, I do use Yelp, but yeah. not when I'm like in my own local. That's true. So I think that that's why it affects, you know, like for restaurants and stuff. Are you a big reviewer? So I try when I have really good experience to go and review. I agree. However, I see so often that the only times that there are reviews is when it's negative. Negative. Yeah. And that's why I think it's super, super important and ha- a way that all of us can help mm-hmm. is if we do have like, if we're 
a regular out of business, like go and review them. Or if you're having a great experience, every time you walk in the door, go and review them. Go and review them. Yeah. And so I think there's also like, like you said, Facebook, Google, um, but there is like a way to review people just like by giving them constructive feedback. Feedback. Yeah. Well, I like I, if I, only time I really leave a public review is if it's like a great, like you said, a great experience and I make sure to do it on their Facebook. I make sure to do it on Google. Um, if I've had a poor experience and I've only done this once is I have messaged the business owner because and I, I would appreciate small it. business. Owner. Yeah. Like, I, I did a private message though. Cause I didn't want it to be a public thing. Yeah. I think that that's super important and something I wanted to bring forward on the podcast is because it does affect us so much mm-hmm. more. Yeah. So when I had my first bad review on Google, um, I guess it came up because the person was on my property and they were working on my building. What? And it asked them, like, how was your experience? Um, and they gave me, I, I think it was like a, a three or something review. And his reasoning for the, the lower stars was because it had too much white in it. So it was a really ridiculous review. But like I took it into my own hands like that was detrimental. So that's so detrimental. And like people don't even know the effect of actually like leaving a review just like nonchalantly mm-hmm. like a three. Yeah, it, so, it really affects you. And it does. I know. I don't know. I've it was when I first started like a month or two in business and this gal threatened me with a review Mm. and she's like, just so you know, whatever this about her drink, I'm not going to say any specifics. Um, she's like, I thought about writing you a bad review, but I'm going to give you an opportunity to fix it. And I made her three free drinks trying to fix this issue. That wasn't an issue. It was just what she was ordering is the way that that particular drinks is the way it is. I can't change the physics of it essentially. Um, and I I remember when she said that, I was like, my heart sank. So I'm like, Oh, that one review could keep me from getting business from other people. Cause when I think about me as a consumer, I go on and look at reviews and I always go to the restaurant with, or whatever facility with the highest ratings. Yeah. And I totally overlook the ones that might have four or less stars because I'm like, and well. ge- generally, like when we write good reviews, we don't like write. We we're not like very thoughtful with our words. Like we're yeah. just like it was good, or so like being very thoughtful with it and, and explaining why you had a good experience mm-hmm. is really important. So take uh, a picture. Like if it's food, take a picture. Yeah, and like maybe I don't, maybe not name your waiter, but like maybe talk about the waiter, talk about what made that visit particularly special for mm-hmm. you. And I do believe in negative reviews, not publicly. And I will say that. Yeah. Give the business owner an opportunity to fix the issue, message them privately, try to, try to figure out you know, or try to give them constructive feedback without being a troll. Yeah. Cause there's internet trolls, man. Yeah. There's people that are literally think it's funny to go out there so, and be mean. Yeah. Yeah. They're just bullies. Um, and so I, reviews are just they're so impactful for a business i know the other day i don't know what area of facebook i was in but evidently it rates your business out of 10 on this area in facebook and like if you go to my business page it says five out of five but on this weird page i'm in really i had a 9.5 out of 10 and i'm like we know we can't be perfect, but but I'm like, what? What? Where's that point five? Like, right. I have not gotten bad feedback. Like, where? Where? Why is it? You know, and I took it really personally, 
really personally. I feel like you do take those things personally if it's your business. You do, because you care so much. You do. You care so, so much. Um, so our challenge to you is to go and leave positive reviews. Thoughtful reviews. Um, at three of your favorite restaurants. Yeah, or businesses. Or businesses in general. Yeah, businesses in general. Because I the do people that you have good experience, good service. Mm-hmm. They have good products. They're always smiling when you go in. You know, we always think about reviewing businesses like food and coffee, like service industries, but we don't ever think about reviewing, I don't know, our local screen printers who do our shirts and stuff or our local tile, tile layers or, yeah. you know. So, I mean, it doesn't just have to be food, but we do encourage you to leave an intentional thoughtful review for for someone you've had an experience with i love this one blue spruce coffee truck is a mobile coffee delivery service available for daily deliveries as well as weddings church functions and sporting events visit us on facebook to see how we can be a part of your next event The Barn in Aspen Acres is a simplistic, modern, farmhouse-style wedding and event center that is now booking for 2020 and 2021. To learn more and book your event, visit www.blackhillsbarn.com. We are now moving on to our bravery segment. Now, this one I feel like we all can kind of dive into together um, just because I feel like we can relate on a lot of this stuff. But it's again, our theme is World Wide Web and how it affects us. And our bravery segment is about all things mental health. And so I've, have you ever felt negative effects of social media in your life? Yep. You have. I think it's just because it's always on the scroll, man. Like Always. Always comparing myself to your beautiful hair and makeup that you do so well every day oh my gosh <laughs> thank you my eyebrows look like i use sharpie <laughs> yeah girl <laughs> um but i feel like social media does a lot to hurt our self-esteem like do you are there i, I okay this is gonna sound bad but i'm totally admitting my faults right now there are literal women i have had to remove from my instagram because they're just too pretty yeah i'm like oh my god or i went and followed a bunch of health food people because yeah. i'm like oh they're amazing and but I, I can't scroll through watching someone work out when i'm eating an ice cream cone let's be real or just in general <laughs> like man i really need to get to the gym yeah or like eat some healthier of it, there's or, like there's like a piece of it that's like motivating but then there's also like too much of it where it mm-hmm. depresses you mm-hmm. and like you're like mm, this isn't realistic yeah and i feel like that that you can just get caught in this awful void of terrible self-esteem thanks to social media yeah um and so like a lot of some accounts i watch are like this is gonna sound really terrible but like disabled and ugly dogs because i'm like because i'm like oh my heart like instead of feeling like i need to go work on my makeup game well and you do a lot with like um scrubbing in right like you're on. oh that. yeah i'm on that quite but a bit that's like because but i think that's healthy because a lot of it is like very realistic oh yeah and it's not like a highlight some of it is but like it is, most yeah. of it is like hey i'm going through this what's your opinion about it which yeah is some you know that makes you 
social media. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And that's actually a really nice. It's a pretty clean group, which I really, really like um, in terms of like support and and like love and stuff. But one girl on that page, this is totally digressing, but one girl on that page posted that she was tired of seeing all the engagement posts and how badly Mm. it made her feel. And at first I was like, girl, stop being a troll. Get out of here. Let these (laughs) girls have their moment. But I do think about the girls that are yeah, in their or the women that are in their 30s like 30s 40s 50s and have never been married or engaged or haven't had a serious relationship yeah. I'm like oh it hurts that probably does hurt them a little bit that probably does hurt their self-esteem but so i can't Good really for her for standing say, up and yeah, saying yeah i but think so too there's also that piece like yeah we have to surround ourselves yeah by some things that are gonna hurt us social media also has us lose a lack of human connection mm-hmm um, we can be so connected to so many people, but feel so alone still. FOMO. FOMO. Oh, yeah. That's a real one. <laughs> yeah. Have you felt FOMO personally? Oh, yeah. But sometimes I like feel FOMO and then I like go and do it and I'm like, I should have just stayed home and I watched should've. TV. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't actually that exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I think I used to have a lot worse FOMO probably my late teens early 20s to now i'm just like "Mm, i can go do whatever i want essentially but so it doesn't i don't have as much of a a fomo factor whereas when i was younger and broke and i'm like i wish i could do that right now you're like i can make a choice i can make a choice to do that and i don't i don't really don't really care um have you noticed that your attention span is like way less so i mine i would definitely say this is super real because I work in the marketing world mm. and you have to change content so fast. So um, I wish I knew the seconds. It's probably even more. But when I was in marketing, a marketing major, there was like so many seconds in between each like screen flip. Really? So like when you would like flip the screen, like they would have to like, like show you one different graphic, even if it was something as simple as like, moving another person into the screen or you changing positions or like there had to be like some sort of movement. Yeah. Happening because we lose our attention. So, so quickly. I believe that. So it'd be interesting to find out like what it is now versus, you know, seven years ago when I was a marketing major, but well, I, I had a class similar to that and they had compared European television to American television. Yeah. And I think we got like, 30 more images in a five second span than a European. Like they could crazy? do like, they could do like a 15 second image and we needed one in like 0.3 or 2.3 seconds was the time change. And if you like pay attention to the TV or you pay attention, like it is like watching a movie, like the screens like oh, are yeah. constantly, constantly changing. It's constantly stimulating you. Yeah. And so we're, we're just, our attention spans aren't there. And so we're not investing any of our energy or our, um, attention into anything, which then creates very shallow relationships, less um, investment, emotional investment. And so I think ultimately that also damages our um, our relationships we have with people. Because how many times do you hang out with someone you can't even like have a conversation with them because they're on their phone? Right. And I think that comes from our being... Ex- Lack of attention. Well, just even more exposure to constantly being exposed to world the stuff on the world wide web right well we like just want to be connected and i feel like people feel bare without their phones because they don't feel connected to the world without them which mm. is so scary to think mm-hmm. yeah but i mean are you getting enough sleep at night Mm, that's also a big one. So like the blue light block blockers, if you guys haven't heard of that. Um, so if you go to your local um, 
optometrist and you get your glasses, you should get what's called AR, which is anti-reflective or in blue light blocker on your guys' lenses. This is going to help limit the amount of blue light that's coming into your eyes. It's going to help you sleep better at night. But really, um, you know, you have the black and white. I can't stand that. She's talking about the setting on your iPhone. It makes it like a nasty, dingy yellow. (laughs) It's so (laughs) gross. Um, But I don't actually believe that that does anything for you. I always have my... I feel like it's the placebo effect. I always have my display like brightness all the way like... Really? Down. Nope. Mine's all the way up. I'm like, just fry my eyes. It's fine. Oh, see, I like get a headache by looking oh, at I that. Oh, I don't. I need it as bright dizzy. as possible because I'm just like... Mm. You old lady. I'm so, <laughs> I can't say it. Um, but it's yeah. funny Tia saying that to PD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, try to limit your amount of um, use of your phone before you go to bed because that does definitely keep you up later. Less sleep equals more sadness and less balance. So that concludes our bravery segment and just how social media and being on your phone in general can affect you. Okay, so this is our love segment. And again, World Wide Web. So what's in the online dating world is Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge. There's another one, I think. I never yeah. used that, though. Farmers.com. Grinder. Or whoa. whoa, whoa. Maybe that wasn't... Too far. That's too far. Too far. <laughs> but there are lots of online dating apps. Um, so we have a couple Christians of... Christians Mingle. Christians Mingle. There you go. Match.com. I actually have a friends that met on Match.com and got married. Yeah. I think it's common. That's very common. Okay. So... But with those also come some fails. So... Yeah. So uh, somebody messaged in and told us that they found their uncle on Tinder and that he already has a girlfriend with two kids. Like, what do you do? (laughs) For real. From my personal experience on Tinder as well, I have had couples message me looking for a third partner to join them. I'm like, oh, heck no. And it starts out normal. The guy messages you. It's fine. It's whatever. And then in comes a girlfriend and then it's a package deal system. And I'm like, nope, that ain't happening. And then we have another one where a girl was messaging this guy on Tinder. Turns out he's in prison. That is crazy. How does that even happen? Well, uh, like he said in his messages to her with a little bit of money, you can get anything you want in prison. But he did ask her out on a date for when he he got out, which I guess was three weeks later. What would you do? I would not go on a date with this guy. Oh, Oh my my gosh. No. That's crazy. But that is like how connected and crazy things can get well there's another one where this girl um is totally head over heels about this guy i've been talking to him for about nine months online but has never actually met him she calls him she calls him his her boyfriend and her best friend's like this is really fishy so she posted hey my in the, in the private group but she said hey my friend's been talking to this guy on tinder or whatever and this other girl messaged and was like um he stole all my money and all my social security cards and all my social security numbers. Turns out it was the same person. So oh, wow. That escalated real quickly. Real fast. Real like. fast. So just a couple Tinder fails for you. Be careful out there, folks. Watch out. Watch out. Be safe. <laughs> you never did online dating. No. Too old for that. No, actually I feel like I just have had enough experiences 
where I met people out and about. Um, I tried Tinder like a couple times, but generally it was just like swipe, swipe, swipe. Whoa! <laughs> we're getting so, sorry about our dogs right now. <laughs> See how bro feels about Tinder? <laughs> He's really against it. He says to meet people in the real world. Um, Why couldn't they do this outside? Probably because Asher's ears were about to fall off. <laughs> I mean, frozen. All right. Um, up next is up our quote, quote of the day. day. The quote of the day is, in the information age, man and spider both live in a web. Amit Kalantri. That's so good. It's so true. It is. I Google everything. My house is connected to Google. All my lights are turned on and turned off by Google. That's so cool. My house isn't that rad. I mean, my house is not cool, but I mean, we're just so connected to the web. We are. Anyways, guys, we are going to say goodbye today. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Please message us follow us on instagram tell us your tinder fails or success stories like we're still going to be looking for them so dm us um or email us at hello at slightlybalanced.com and um rate and review us because that really matters and reach out to us on facebook yeah we love it uh instagram and twitter bro agrees bro agrees have a great week ciao